A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Standard. I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years. She's done it again. Taylor Swift has broken the internet. After making Grammys history, becoming the first artist to win four awards for Best Album, and using the platform to announce her upcoming album for 2024. Which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, it's called the Tortured Poets Department. It means the headlines are once again all about the 34-year-old who secured the prize for her record, Midnight's. However, her album drop announcement wasn't the only drama at this year's awards. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Securing the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, Jay-Z used his winner's speech to address his wife, Beyonce, never winning the album prize at the Grammys. Plus, there was more awards politics, as Billie Eilish, who won Song of the Year for What Was I Made For, written for the Barbie movie, used her speech to praise Oscar-snubbed director Greta Gerwig. Thank you to Greta Gerwig for making the best movie of the year. (laughs) And it was a short-lived celebration for rapper Killer Mike, who was led out of the ceremony in handcuffs, having been arrested for misdemeanor battery shortly after winning three Grammy Awards. The other big winner on the night, though, was Miley Cyrus, who won Record of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance for her hit, Flowers. Joining me now to go through the key moments of the ceremony is our celebrity correspondent, Lizzie Edmonds. So, Lizzie, another drama-filled night at the Grammys this year and a huge record for Taylor Swift as well. Is she unstoppable? It would seem so, wouldn't it, this year? Um, she has obviously had a quite a year. Uh, this is a record-breaking Grammys for her. Fourth time she's won Album of the Year, which is one of the main four categories, those being Best Album, Best Song, Best Record and Best New Artist. So what a night for her. She also announced her 13th studio album out in April, so what a place to do it. She really seems like she is just living a dream and cannot be stopped, as you say. So 
every year she seems to produce more and more music all excellent music all you know critically acclaimed and commercially successful the era's tour is just enormous it's you know selling out globally it became a cinematic experience as well and she's also in the headlines most weeks for going out with Travis Kelsey who's an NFL player and so this Sunday, when the Super Bowl takes place, she'll be back at the top of all of the news sites and on the front pages again. So it really does seem like nothing can nothing can shadow over her success at the moment, both professional, which is obviously the most important, and, and personal. And as you said, she made that announcement about her new album coming in April. Do you reckon she could make it a fifth? A fifth uh, album of the year. I mean, sure, why not? Anything is possible. Obviously, it's very hard to say until we've we've heard that release. But her work that she's released in recent years, from kind of twenty twenty onwards, has always been well earlier than that. Really, since she released nineteen eighty nine, has been so well received by fans and critics, which. Sometimes you get artists who are, you know, fan favourites, but critics kind of sneer at and, and or vice versa. And, you know, it could possibly be a fifth. It could well be. But obviously, we'll have to see what her album is like. We'll have to see what comes of the next year and other artists and what they're releasing as well before we, uh, before we kind of say it's a dead certainty. And another big winner on the night was, of course, Miley Cyrus with Flowers. She picked up her first Grammys. Do you think she's getting the recognition she deserves as an artist? It seems so, doesn't it? I mean, Miley has had a very roller coaster career in terms of what people have said about her. But this latest album, and in particular Flowers, people really t- took her seriously because it wasn't that long ago that she was, you know, twerking in and riding on uh, wrecking balls and causing controversy for arguably, you know, the wrong reasons. And now people are really looking at her as a, as a bona fide artist, which is mad, really, because she's been working since she could, you know, speak pretty much. And she has got a family of musicians. She's from good stock. So I suppose, she, and she has been quoted as saying in the past that, she perhaps, you know, she grew up in the media spotlight so that, you know, we've seen that time and time again, what that can do to people. And obviously at certain ages in your life, you want to push boundaries and you want to do things and you want to kind of cause upset. So that might be reflective in some of her kind of more controversial moments, but it's great. And I I didn't, I couldn't believe it when I kind of looked on today and, and started covering the Grammys that she'd not won one before. It was one of those those things. So good honour for, for winning two on one night and it being a first. And moving on to the sort of drama of the night, Jay-Z made his feelings known about his wife Beyonce never winning the Best Album Award. Do you think he's got a fair argument there? So Beyonce has been nominated for Best Album six times, as has Jay-Z. Neither of them have ever won it. I believe Jay-Z has about 28 Grammys to his name and, and Beyonce has the most of anyone ever at 32. So they are not short of a Grammy or two in that household, but this one seems to elude them both and it is one of the major ones and probably arguably the most prestigious. He has a fair point in that she is one of the biggest artists in the world um, and she has been producing critically acclaimed and commercially successful music for decades. However, it is subjective who wins those awards and... 
you know, people will have decided that they were better. That was not the right album to win that year for whatever reason. He does make that point in his acceptance speech. He does say music is subjective, but he kind of implored or called on the Grammy Awards and the, and the voting body to think about why she had never won it. Um, admirable to stand up there and, and uh, defend your, your wife and her honour. And I understand why he did it. Other kind of people, such as Kanye West, have, have come to Beyonce's defence in the past about um, her missing out on certain awards. So it seems like he's not alone in his his thoughts about her being snubbed. But we'll have to see. Maybe her time will come in the future. Let's take a break now. Coming up in part two. It will be in the next year and the next year and the next year to see, you know, if maybe next year, <laughs> suddenly it's all men again. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And there was some more who did, who didn't win award sort of politics with Billie Eilish, wasn't there? She gave a shout out to Greta Gerwig after she missed out on an Oscar for directing the Barbie movie. What did you make of that? I mean, look, this whole year has been a lot about women in terms of the kind of in in culture. So tonight at the Grammys, basically it was a dead certainty that most of the top four awards would be won by women because of the huge number of women nominated, which obviously is because of the huge amount of female talent out there. Um, we have, so that's a huge night for music. And we've had, you know, as I've, we've talked about before, Taylor's era's tour, Beyonce's tour, but also both of them being made into cinematic events going into cinemas. That's a huge moment that there's two huge international stars kind of their tours are being made into <laughs> into cinema as well. And then we've, of course, got Barbie. It's one of the biggest grossing movies of all time, definitely the biggest of last year. A billion, made billions, billions and billions. And it was obviously about <laughs> women and female empowerment. So, yeah, I can see why people are annoyed about Greta not being nominated for Best Director and also Margot Robbie, the leading lady, not being nominated for Best 
actress. But I think it was good of Billie Eilish to credit Gerwig because obviously that song, um, What Was I Made For, has been a huge hit for her and been very critically well received. So it's kind of right for her to acknowledge that and that it came from that movie. And I think by doing that, she's also acknowledging uh, the fact that it may be, have been a great night for women in the music industry, but obviously there's still these kind of things that happen along the way that mean, like the snubs at the Oscars, that mean that we as women have to keep fighting, or they and women artists have to keep fighting for equality. And as you say, the Grammys was actually a female-dominated awards ceremony. And Dua Lipa talked a bit about sort of wanting an equal space for women in the industry. Do you think the awards might reflect a bit of a change in the industry? I think that's the hope. I really do think that's the hope. It's quite an interesting time in the music industry because only a week ago, the UK Government um, Women and Equalities Committee uh, released a major report into the music industry and found that misogyny and discrimination is endemic in our music industry. And obviously it's quite hard nowadays to separate the British music industry and the American, like, you know, the music industry as a whole is, is what it was looking at. So there is still, and that, you know, was quite enlightening in many ways to see the real, for people who aren't in the industry, to see the real kind of circumstance in the real situation. So I think things like the Grammys having such a strong female nominees and winners list is fantastic, but it will be in the next year and the next year and the next year to see, you know, if maybe next year <laughs> suddenly it's all men again, then it kind of feels pointless. You know, it's, there's no point every so often being like, look how many women we're celebrating and look how many women there are and then it not continuing. Um, it needs to be a kind of sustained effort to, as Dua says, create equal space and create equal celebrations of both men. and All artists, all artists should be celebrated equally and not just because they are women and not just because they are men. When it comes to the voting process behind the Grammys, it's been heavily criticised in the past for various reasons. Do you think the Grammys is sort of regaining a bit of that credibility since that criticism? I think it it goes a little bit back to, again, this kind of like subjective element of any awards. Um, it is always there. I mean, you are correct. The Grammys has been criticised heavily for its procedures in the past. But, you know, it is always going to be subjective every year. There is always going to be people who think so and someone should have won and someone shouldn't have won. That's just a, a fundamental. And so some years credibility will roll into that because, you know, people will think that it's not a credible awards because the winners weren't the people they agreed with. But the Grammys is the musical equivalent of the Oscars and the Emmys. I think it has always been like regarded as the biggest night in music and it's so wide ranging. You know, there's 90 odd awards from everything. You know, everything is really celebrated. So I think it has to be, it can't be swept under the rug as like, oh God, it's just a a load of rubbish, but um, I do think credibility will come and go. But I think this year has been a, a particularly good year. We'll have to see whether people thought that the winners were the deserving winners. It feels like at the moment a lot of the winners were the people that were expected to win. Um, whether or not uh, what critics are going to say are the right people to win, well, we'll see. We'll see. 
There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. 